Hello my friends, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're all doing really well. I hope that you all had a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you all had a great Christmas for those of you that celebrate or whatever holidays that you celebrate. I hope that it was fun. I hope that you all got some time to spend with your family and your friends and had a very restful break. Happy New Year, first of all. Um, can't believe it's 2023 already and we're already halfway through January, which is crazy to think. I was planning on putting this episode up quite some time ago. Um, I think it's been like just over a month since the last episode was released, which um, was I think part two of the book review that I did for this for, for last year, I guess. Um, and I know that I talked about like doing end of year kind of stuff, like an end of year reflection type thing, similar to what I did um, in 2021. Um, I was going to post that in between like Christmas and New Year because obviously it would have made sense to put that in um, at the end of the year, but I ended up being a lot more busier than, um, a lot more busier, a lot more busy than I expected to be this holiday season. Um, I actually wasn't feeling too well Christmas day. I had got a booster shot of the COVID vaccine on Christmas Eve and felt fine for the whole day. But like that night, um, I felt pretty sick. I had a bit of a fever and it was really cold in between like Christmas and New Year's. It was like minus 14 or something on Christmas day. And like we didn't even like leave our house. I felt okay in the morning, but like I just didn't like really do a whole lot. And then I was fine enough the next day where we ended up going to a Christmas slash birthday party. One of our family friends, um, every year they host like a Christmas and a birthday party because three of their family members all have their birthday in December. So they kind of host like one really big party in between Christmas and New Year's every year. Um, so we went to that on Boxing Day and then the day after... I can't remember what we did the day after, but I just remember like the week between Christmas and New Year's was quite busy for me and I was working a bit more this holiday season. Um, we had some people come over as well and stay with us from the States. My mom's cousins came up and they stayed with us for about four to five days. Um, we got to spend like New Year's Eve with them and stuff and then they left um, the morning of on New Year's Day. I actually have never like done anything um, for New Year's, like, usually I'll stay up, um, sometimes I won't even stay up depending on, like, if I'm tired or not, so this year I ended up staying up, like, we were watching a couple movies with, like, my mom's cousin's kids, and then we went out to dinner and stuff like that, and then when we came home, we ended up watching the, um, New Year's Eve, like, performances in Times Square in New York, so that's what we did for New Year's this year. And then I mentioned in the last couple of episodes that I had an interview coming up for a vet school that I applied to in New York City. So that was this past Monday, and I spent a lot of my holiday time preparing for that um, and like packing to go to New York and stuff, which was really fun. Um, the interview itself, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think it went as well as I was hoping for it to go, but it's over now and I'm officially done with the vet school interviews. Um, I actually got a couple of acceptances, which is, like, amazing. I got accepted into four schools so far. 
Um, I'm still waiting to hear back from the rest of them, but I am like absolutely over the moon that I finally have some acceptances. And like you guys know that this has been a long time dream of mine to go to vet school and become a veterinarian. So like I got my first acceptance like I think a week before Christmas and then I've just been getting a couple more ever since then. So I'm really grateful and I'm really proud of myself for um, getting accepted into vet school. And I finally feel like, you know, all of this is happening and all of this is becoming real after waiting so long and working so hard for this. I feel pretty relieved right now. Um, so as you can tell from the title of this episode, this is going to be kind of a 2022 reflection despite it already being 2023 and we're well into 2023 right now. Um, I always tend to journal a lot near the end of the year and so... I did some journaling, um, and I'm basically just going to be sharing all the things that I journaled about um, leading up to New Year's this year, and I also have like some goals that I want to share with you guys for next year, or not for next year, I guess, for this year. Um, So my apologies that this is coming to you guys so late. Like I said, I wanted this to come out near the end of December, right after Christmas, um, before New Year's, but... That didn't end up happening, stuff got in the way, but it is here, and I'm ready to share these things with you guys, so I really hope that you enjoy today's episode, and thank you for listening. Okay, so I journaled in my old bullet journal that I started back in August of 2021. Um, I talked about bullet journaling in like my journaling episode that I did a couple months ago, Um, But basically, I was coming up to the end of this bullet journal, my very first bullet journal, and I had like a couple of pages left, but I didn't want to use this. It didn't make sense to like start my January spreads in this. Um, So I do have like a new bullet journal that I just started for this year, but I used the remaining pages of my old one to do like my 2022 reflections. So I kind of like broke it up into different categories and like different things. So I have like like a list of memories, a list of things that I achieved this year. Um, I have like 2022 favorites and stuff like that. Um, I have like a section for like Spotify wrapped, things like that that happened at the end of the year. Um, and then I also have like a list of things that I like, struggled with. Um, and then I have like one really big, long kind of entry that I just wrote. Um, and then I have a goals page for 2023. So I will be sharing all of that with you guys today. Um, I just wanted to say something before we start off. Um, I think that when it comes to like setting goals and stuff, I talked about this about a year ago when I did my 2021 review, um, about like goal setting and like New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. Um, I just wanted to say like, I have been thinking about this a lot and sometimes I think like I tend to beat myself up when I'm not able to achieve a goal within a certain time frame and it's okay if like the goals that you had from last year are carrying on into this new year um if you haven't achieved all that you wanted to achieve in 2022 that's okay you don't need to like um always restrict yourself like and you know you have the time to continue on those goals into the new year and even if it takes you longer than expected that's totally fine um a lot of the things that I struggled with this year um I feel like I've improved 
in terms of the things that I struggled with this year, but I think that I definitely still have to work on those things. And it's okay if like the things that you were working on last year, you still need to work on a bit more this year. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm just saying that because like as someone who tends to um, beat myself up when things don't go my way or if I don't achieve something um, as soon as I'm hoping to achieve them, um, I'm trying to kind of just convince myself that it's okay if some of the things that I am struggling with um, are things that I continue to struggle with this year or if some of the goals that I was hoping to achieve last year have not been met yet um, and that is totally fine so I hope that you guys can keep that in mind and I hope that you guys um, aren't being too hard on yourself if 2022 didn't go as planned. So 2022, I would say overall, has been a very big step up compared to 2021 and 2020. I think um, because of the pandemic, 2020 and 2021 has been very difficult for the majority of people. And I feel like it wasn't until 2022 did we start seeing like a lot of those COVID restrictions and stuff um, kind of be put away. Um, it just kind of feels like we're returning to a sense of normal in our lives. Um I think like it it just felt like refreshing to go back into what we knew was normal and after 2020 and 2021 things were just very uncertain and like it just felt like you know we were getting sick and tired of this pandemic stuff and I think a lot of us were wondering if it was ever going to end and even though I don't think it has completely ended I think that we have made a lot of progress in the right direction and we are nearing the end of COVID-19 if we haven't already reached it. Um, so that is kind of like the main thing for 2022, I would say, is that we are like in pandemic recovery mode, I would say. Um, it felt nice because after not being able to like really do much to really see people because of all the restrictions, 2022, I felt like there was the opportunity to start seeing people again. You had the opportunity to like go out again and like do things. You weren't like restricted to like staying indoors, things like that. So I guess like 2022 was just like a bounce back year for a lot of people. And it definitely was for me. Um, so yeah, I feel like in 2022, I achieved a lot. Um, I struggled a lot with things in 2020 and 2021. I've talked about this um, pretty often, but I've never gone into like full detail as to like the things that I experienced in 2020 and 2021. Um, I've talked about things here and there, but I've never done like a full kind of like detailed, I guess like story time as to what things were going on in my life back then. Um, so I feel like I have made a lot of progress this year, which is something that I've talked about before in the past. Um, I feel like I'm starting to kind of let go of the past and move on from some of the bad things that happened in 2020, 2021, and even before those years. Um, I feel like I'm finally like starting that new chapter that I felt like, you know, I felt like I was having so much trouble like moving on. I felt like I was just stuck for a very long time and I think the pandemic definitely contributed to that. Um, so I just feel like I've moved forward and after experiencing a lot of like self-doubt and like beating myself up for the mistakes that I made um in 2020 and even before that I think I'm finally starting to like forgive myself for those mistakes so 
yeah, I would say overall that's what 2022 has been like for me. Um, making progress, moving forward, and letting go of the past. So the first section that I have here for you guys is a list of good things that happened in 2022. So the first one, like I already talked about, is returning to a sense of normal after a long time of lockdown slash quarantine. Um, so like I said, a lot of the COVID restrictions have been um, eliminated. We don't really have like a lot of restrictions um, left. Like we're allowed to interact with people, we're allowed to like um, gather with like large groups of people and stuff like that. Masking mandates have gone, I think, I think some places are starting to bring them back just because we are in like flu season and stuff. Um, we are in winter, obviously, and there is talk about like um, other respiratory illnesses that are emerging. So um, there isn't like a mask mandate and there's no like vaccine mandate or anything. But um, I do wear a mask when I'm at work just because we see so many people and it's just like the one doctor. So if he ends up getting sick, then we would have to close the whole clinic, which is not good. Um, and then I got my booster vaccine that I told you about um, earlier on. I got it because I was traveling to New York and I just felt like it would be a better idea to have it, especially because it was such a big city and it was like flu season and stuff. So I just got it, like there was no harm in getting it, so it is there. Um, the next thing that I have on the list in terms of good things that happened is getting to see friends and family after not seeing them for a while. Um, so I really didn't do a lot the summer of 2021. Um, fall of 2021, there were still a couple of restrictions and I got to go see a couple of my friends that were still in Guelph. But a lot of them, because we had graduated, had moved out of Guelph, which is where we went to university together. Um, so I hadn't really gotten the chance to see them because we all lived super far from each other. Um, I got to see a couple of them in like the spring and in the summer. Um, I, one of my friends who now goes to a school in McMaster, a school in McMaster, it's called McMaster and it's a school in Hamilton. Um, so she came up like the weekend before my birthday or something and we went out together for like lunch and stuff like that. Um, so that was really fun. And then that same friend is the friend that I went to go see Seventeen with back in September. Um, so yeah, we had like a really fun time. Um, there's still a couple of friends that I haven't really seen since like graduating, which sucks, but a lot of them just live pretty far. Um, so yeah, getting to see like my friends and like getting to see family. Last January, I saw one of my cousins in Kitchener that I haven't seen in like years, which was really nice to see her again after so long. Um, a couple of my cousins from my dad's side as well I got to see because um, they came for Diwali. Um, so we got to spend time with them and I hadn't seen them since like 2019 or something. Um, who else? A couple of friends like um, like family friends and stuff, like friends of the family. They were able to like start coming to our house again. Um, my mom wasn't with us for most of summer of 2021 because she got stuck in India due to COVID stuff. And so it was really nice to like spend time this summer with all four of us, getting to go on like road trips and stuff together because she really wasn't here for most of the summer in 2021. But it was nice to have her this past summer so that we could all do stuff together. The next thing that I have on the list is um, getting my whole family to spend summer with and getting to go on trips with my family after not going on road trips for so long. 
So yeah, we always tend to go on quite a few road trips in the summer as a family. We've been to like Montreal and stuff in the past. Um, Ontario is a pretty big province and there's honestly like so many different places that you can visit, especially in the summer. Um, and we hadn't been going on any road trips since like 2019, maybe even later than that. Um, so it was nice that we were all together this summer and we got to go on a couple of road trips. We went to, um, we stayed in Owen Sound, Ontario, and from there we drove up to Tobermory, which is like another two hours, and we went on like this boat cruise to Flowerpot Island. Um, we did a lot of like sightseeing and stuff to places that we've never been before. We went up to Bracebridge, Muskoka, which was really nice, and then we just got to do like a lot of really cool stuff this summer. Um, we got to spend a lot of time together and like going on road trips is one of my favorite things too I really like going on road trips in Ontario and I would say like all of Canada is very heavy on like nature um, and like scenic routes and stuff like that so it was nice to like drive around and see different places um, people tend to joke that like the best thing to do in Ontario is leave I see that on Instagram all the time where it's like oh what's the best thing to do in Canada and it's like leave I would disagree. I understand that Canada isn't like, you know, it isn't the Bahamas, but I would disagree in saying that it's boring or that there's nothing to do. There's definitely stuff to do. You just have to do your research and be willing to discover those places, I would say. Um, the next thing that I have, that the next good thing that happened this year is um, things going well at the new animal hospital and overcoming my fears and worries about not being good enough for a better for vet school so this is something that i i still struggle with i still obviously deal with self-doubt and stuff about vet school and like my career but um for those of you that don't know i used to work at a small animal hospital during the pandemic up until like halfway through or not halfway through up until like the end of 2020 um and that hospital really wasn't the place for me i felt like you know, I wasn't really getting along with the people and I didn't really see eye to eye with them. I didn't really like the people that I was working with and they really they really kind of made me feel like I was just not good enough for the job. And after that, after I ended up leaving that job, I went through a lot of self-doubt, went through a lot of like questioning whether I should be trying for vet school and stuff. And I just felt like I had wasted so much time. Because I've been wanting to go to vet school for quite some time now and I felt like all of it was a waste. So I was really like questioning myself and stuff like that. Um, so January of last year, I ended up calling up a new clinic that was closer to where I lived and I asked them to like volunteer there. And so I started volunteering there and things were really well, uh, going really well and like the people were a lot better. The doctor is someone that I find that I align with a lot. Um, all the other like people that work there are super nice. And, you know, I volunteered there for quite some time and then I got hired a few months ago. So it is now my new workplace and things are going really well. Um, I got a reference letter from the veterinarian that I work with and I got to see a lot of really cool cases. And I just feel like it's a better working environment than my last clinic was. Um, I've kind of told you guys about this before um but yeah um I was really nervous about going to another clinic just because I was afraid that like you know one of the things that my old boss told me at my previous clinic was that you're not good enough to be working in this field like he said that to my face and that was kind of like you know and that was really hard for me to hear and that really made me like slump into like this spiral of self-doubt and just 
you know, it didn't make me feel good, especially because he was someone that, you know, I obviously sort of looked up to because he was a veterinarian. Um, so hearing that from him was really discouraging. Um, and I was afraid that, you know, what he said, what if what he said about me was right? Like, what if he's right that this is not for me? Um, and so I was really nervous about starting at a new clinic because I was just scared that I wouldn't be able to perform very well, that I would be get told the same things and that, you know, the other vet, like this other vet would tell me the same thing as the last vet did. So I was really scared about that and I was like very nervous about starting to volunteer there, but things have been going really well. It's been like pretty much exactly one year since I started um, working there. And I now actually do like work there as an employee. I get paid. Um, so things have been going really well. And I'm proud of myself for, you know, kind of facing that fear of things not going well. Facing that fear of having a repeat of what happened at my old clinic. So I'm proud of myself for that. And the last kind of good thing that happened this year is overcoming the disappointment that I felt in myself. And making peace with the mistakes that I made in the past. So I kind of touched on this before as well. Um, a lot of 2020 and much of 2021, especially after I graduated um, from my bachelor's degree, was me kind of just beating myself up for not knowing any better and like not being prepared um, for what came after graduation. I felt like a lot of my fourth year too was just me beating myself up for all the mistakes that I made in previous years and like not knowing any better and stuff like that. Um, so I, I really kind of went through, like, a phase of just, like, hating myself and, like, calling myself stupid for not knowing any better and, like, just not being prepared for what came next in my life after undergrad. Um, that was something I really, really struggled with after graduation, um, to the point where I was just, like, totally mean to myself. Um, I basically just completely hated myself after graduation, honestly. Um, and like that was around the same time that I started this podcast too and I've kind of talked about it quite a few times in different episodes here and there and I finally feel like this year I was able to kind of close that chapter of undergrad and forgive myself for the mistakes that I made then and like just move on from them um, I definitely like occasionally they will pop up again where I'm like oh yeah I wish that I had done this better and, you know, I'll have regrets, but I think that I'm past, like, you know, being mean to myself about it, like, um, not treating myself kindly and, like, calling myself stupid or calling myself a failure. I think I did a really good job this year of moving past that. So those were all the good things that happened um, for me this year. The next section that I have here is memories of 2022. So the first memory I have is meeting um, the doctor and the technician that um, I work with. Um, so that was in January when I started working at the new volunteering at the new clinic. So getting to meet them, I think, was um, just like a step forward for me. And they're people that I like. I really kind of resonate with people that I find that I get along with better than the people that I worked with in my last clinic. Um, so yeah, that was my first memory. Um, I also have seeing, um, I won't say the name of this person, but seeing one of my cousins that I told you about in January of last year, I saw one of my cousins for the first time in quite a, quite a long time. 
the next memory I have is volunteering at a farm. This is something that I've wanted to do for quite some time and I was supposed to volunteer at a farm in the summer of 2020 but because of the pandemic that didn't end up happening. So getting to do that this summer was really great and I was finally so happy to you know get the opportunity to do that and it was a lot of fun because I got to meet some really cool people. I got to work with like so many cool animals that I've never worked with before. Um, I made some friends with some goats. I got to feed a couple alpacas. We had chickens. We had horses, donkeys. We had the whole shebang there and it was so much fun. I took so many pictures and I honestly miss it. Um, hopefully I get to go back there sometime again. Right now it's too cold, but maybe like in the spring or summer of this year, I'll go back and visit and maybe even do some more volunteer work there. The next memories I have are just the road trips again that I took this summer. So going around Tobermory and Muskoka with my family. Um, Tobermory was really nice because it's like definitely like um, a very touristy place. But we ended up taking a boat to this place called Flower Pot Island. Um, so the island... And like the water there is just so beautiful. I'm pretty sure I've told you guys about this. Um, it was probably like in one of my episodes from the summer. Um, but I talked about how like the water was just so clear. And like it literally looks like green. Like not like a dirty green. But like a clear, clear green. Which I've never seen before. Um, so that was really nice. And like it was just so beautiful there. I wish I could go back. Um, I have some really nice photos that I took while we were there. Um, so yeah, that was one of my best memories from last year. Um, the next memory I have is one of my friends coming up to visit in um, in Mississauga where I live. She came up just before my birthday and we went around to this place called Streetsville. And it's just like this one strip of um, entire street where there's like a bunch of really cute restaurants and like boutiques and stuff like that um so we went to this mexican place i remember and we got some burritos i think and then we ended up going to an ice cream shop and we got some snacks there and it was just really nice because i hadn't seen her in so long and i'm pretty sure um the day that she had asked me to like because she was driving up to come see me like where i live I was feeling really down that day and like seeing her text made me feel a lot better so I'm really glad that she came to visit me at that time because I think I really needed a friend back then. The next summer I have is going to see 5 Seconds of Summer um, this past summer. Um, I've talked about them a lot and I've told you guys about this concert. It was amazing. It was an outdoor concert which I've never been to an outdoor one before. And I also went to it by myself because I didn't really know anybody else that was going. None of my friends really listened to 5 Seconds of Summer. Um, none of my friends really listened to a lot of the same music that I do. But I ended up going by myself and I like I don't regret it. It was something that I was kind of nervous about too. Um, I don't typically go to Toronto by myself or really anywhere by myself. But, you know, I was brave enough to go and I had a really good time. 5 Seconds of Summer... Um, they're very good live performers. Like you can tell that they like they can sing live and they sound good live. Um, so yeah, the next memory is going to see Seventeen. So this is the second concert that I went to, and this one I ended up going with my friend. It was the same friend that came to visit me back in March before my birthday. 
Um, so she, um, she's not as big of a Seventeen fan as I am. I kind of introduced them to her. And so we were both wanting to, like, go to a K-pop concert this summer. Um, so we decided to go see Seventeen, and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, they, Seventeen probably is, like, I'm pretty sure I said this, like, when it happened, when I told you guys about it. Um, but Seventeen, probably, like, the best performers that I have ever seen, ever in my life. Um, they really know how to hold the audience's attention and they know how to have a lot of fun and they're very, very good dancers. Very good dancers. The next memory that I have is submitting my Vimcast slash vet school application. Um, so yeah, you guys probably know by now that I applied to vet school as I have said in almost every episode now. Um, but yeah, getting to submit the application, um, this September after not being able to and not feeling confident enough to submit one in the years past, I was really proud of myself for finally submitting one this year. Um, it's a pretty long process too, like it's, the application starts in January and then you submit it in September. So, it was a wave of relief being able to submit an application after so long. Um, the next memory is seeing one of my friends from high school after a very long time. So, with this friend, I'm pretty sure I told you guys about too. All these things I'm pretty sure I told you about in the time that they happened, um, as part of, like, my highs and lows for the week or something. So, sorry if this is, like, kind of repetitive, but one of my friends from high school, we haven't seen each other since we graduated, and it's really stupid. Like, I, I remember, like, when we, when I saw her, I was like, it's really stupid that we didn't, like meet up after graduation and so because like she doesn't even live like that far from me either so getting to see her after like more than five years was really nice and then my last 2022 memory is getting accepted into vet school the first school that i heard back from is massey university in new zealand and i heard back from them i got the email like i got an email from them while i was at work but I didn't check the email then because I was too scared to. Um, so I went home and I checked it and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I got accepted into vet school and, like, I literally, like, remember, like, like I was sitting on my bed. I had, like, my headphones in and I was checking my emails and stuff. Um, it was the end of, like, a really long work week, too. Because it was the week that I was working, like, Monday to Friday. It was, like, 11-hour shifts every day. So came home and then I checked my email and I was like over the moon and i like started crying because i was so happy i had a really big fear of like not getting accepted into any of the schools that i applied to um so it was like a wave of relief you can imagine like the amount of joy that i felt when i opened up that email and it told me that i had gotten accepted to the program which was incredible the next section um is a list of things that I struggled with in 2022 um, and a lot of these things um, I would say that I have made progress in but like I said at the beginning of the episode a lot of these things I'm still working on and I'm still struggling with a little bit so um, but you know what that's okay um, I do think that I have made progress in most of these things so hopefully 2023 we can make even more improvements to this so the first thing that I struggled with this year is self-doubt about my future so this is especially something that I struggled with in the beginning of the year when I first started volunteering at the clinic. Um, like I said, I've been dealing with this like even before this year, most of 2020 and 2021, especially after graduation, just not knowing whether I was capable of being a veterinarian, whether I was smart enough to go to vet school, stuff like that. 
Um, so yeah, that was something that I really struggled with in those years, but as well as this year. Um, and even now, like even though I already have acceptances to vet school, I still go through like periods of self-doubt. It's like, oh, what if, you know, what if I get to vet school and I just can't handle it? So things like that. Um, but I do think that I like I've learned that like it's worth it. It's more worth it to like shove those thoughts aside and focus on what you can control in the moment rather than worrying about the future. And it's easier said than done, obviously. But I've been trying to just focus more on where I am right now and realizing that the problems that I might face in the future are meant to be faced in the future and not things for me to deal with right now. Um, the next thing that I struggled with this year is imposter syndrome and beating myself up for making mistakes. So, um, I talked about this a lot, pretty much all year. Um, I have an entire episode kind of dedicated to this. When I first started volunteering at the clinic, I definitely faced a lot of imposter syndrome and I was definitely making a lot of mistakes. Um, and I definitely got like a lot of criticism, criticism for it. Um, I definitely still do get a lot of criticism because I'm still learning and a lot of the skills, especially like the animal handling and stuff i'm still not 100 percent in and i tend to like really beat myself up um especially with like making mistakes i tend to let myself overthink those mistakes and i don't move on from them like if i make a mistake on monday i will think about it until like the next monday which is kind of ridiculous and now whenever i make a mistake i kind of just like okay that was a mistake but we can either think about it later or we don't have to think about it at all like it's fine and then i just move on from it like i don't let myself spend too much time thinking about it um because that's when i enter like a really bad headspace and i start beating myself up and you know i start saying unkind things to myself when i spiral um the next thing is just dealing with stress and anxiety due to like vet school applications like I said, it's a pretty long process and there's a lot of different components to it like transcripts and stuff and like writing up personal statements, asking people for reference letters and then um, you know, deciding what schools you want to apply to and stuff like that. So there is a lot that goes into it and even though you have so much time um, to submit the application, it just feels like very overwhelming sometimes, especially when it feels like you... Um, when you feel like you're not making the application good enough. And I definitely went through like that perfectionism of wanting my application to be 100% perfect, which it was impossible to do. Um, but I ended up submitting an application that I was decently confident in. Um, and it ended up working for me because I did get my acceptances from a few schools already. Um, the other thing I guess kind of just leads into what I said in the previous point is being too hard on myself slash overly critical and dealing with perfectionism. This is something that I've just learned to accept that is a part of me. I think I've always been a perfectionist and that kind of leads me into that being overly critical of myself when things don't go my way. And I've come to accept the fact that I'm a perfectionist and that I'm probably never going to stop being one, but rather I'm trying to learn how to be kinder to myself and not be overly critical and know when it's time to kind of stop with the criticism like there's a time and place for criticism when you're reflecting on things and like you're 
um, criticizing your own self. But I think that I tend to do it too much and I don't give myself enough credit for the good things that I do. So like I said, this is also something that I'm still working on this year. Those are all the things that I have for um, the list of struggles that I had to deal with this year. Um, The next one um, is a list of achievements and things that I'm proud of from 2022. So the first one is just everything relating to me working at this new animal clinic in terms of like just having the courage to phone them up and ask them if I was able if I was able to volunteer because I was really scared of just even asking them like afraid of being told no um and at the time it was like very hard to get experience too because like in 2020 and 2021 a lot of places weren't accepting volunteers because of covid restrictions and stuff which was fair um so I wasn't really sure um about how things were going to go, whether they would tell me the same thing, if people were starting to take in volunteers again. So I was really afraid of that. And then I think even just improving in terms of like, um, like my technique when I'm handling animals, I'm still not the best at handling animals, but I definitely think I've improved and gotten more confident. I used to be so scared, like just taking out a cat from its carrier. And now I feel completely comfortable handling the cat. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. And I think even just like becoming more comfortable around um, the people that I work with. In my first week there, the doctor would always be like, you never talk, like you're so quiet. And like, don't feel like afraid to like speak to us and like just have casual conversations. And like, I remember coming home being like, I don't know what to say. Like, I just feel like so awkward when we're doing stuff and it's like super quiet. And now I feel like very comfortable. We have like conversations, um, like the doctor that I work with, he knows all about, like, my applications and stuff, and, like, we, like, I feel completely comfortable around him now. Um, the other thing that I'm proud of achieving, slash, I guess, starting this year is my graduate certificate program, um, so I just finished my first semester of it last month, um, and I did really well in my first semester as well, I got all A's in all my classes, The next achievement is learning to um, restrain, I guess, better when like putting in intubation and stuff like that when you're getting ready for surgery. So that kind of goes in back with the first point, I guess. Um, And then the other one is just not giving up on finding animal experience, um, which I did need for vet school. And this goes back to volunteering on the farm. Um, Like I said, I was supposed to volunteer on a farm back in 2020. And because of COVID, that didn't end up happening. And so a lot of the places that I contacted this year to volunteer just weren't taking volunteers anymore or had closed down permanently. Um, Or they had, like, required prior experience working with those animals, which I didn't have. Um, And, like, a lot of places just didn't even reply back to me. So it was a lot of, like, emailing, calling people and being told no or just not getting a response. And, you know, I was getting quite frustrated Um, Because it is hard to find animal experience. So I'm glad that I didn't give up on trying to find a place. Because obviously I eventually did. And I'm super glad that I didn't give up on trying to get that. The next thing that I'm proud of is just getting to apply to vet school. And getting accepted into vet school. Um, You guys already know about this. I've already talked about it. Um, I was super happy just to be able to submit an application. Because... um, I had always assumed that I would apply to vet school straight out of undergrad, um, but I ended up taking a couple gap years, 
and just not feeling prepared for vet school, which is part of the reason why I felt like a failure for so much time after undergrad. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just proud of myself for taking the time that I needed in order to prepare myself and in order to like rest after four years of undergrad and then being finally ready to submit that application. The next achievement is um, reading more than 20 books this year. Um, I think it's the most books that I've read in one year, pretty much ever. I don't think I've ever read this many books ever in my life. Maybe when I was a kid, but I wasn't keeping track back then. Um, I'm hoping for 30 books this year. I've already started one of my books, two books actually. I started two books. I'm almost done one. I'm probably going to finish it later today after I finish recording this episode. And then the other one I just started. Um, so yeah, I'm really proud of myself for reading. And like, I'm really happy that I discovered the Libby app. I probably would not have been able to read as many books if I didn't have that app. So that's been really helpful. Um, and then my last achievement slash thing that I'm proud of from this year is doing well on my vet school interviews so far. I know I said that the one that I just did in New York didn't go as well as I had hoped. But um, I have done like four or five so far. And they've all gone decently well, I think. I think I prepared pretty well for them. Um, uh, so yeah, I was pretty nervous for them too. I don't like interviews at all. And I get pretty nervous for them. I get pretty worked up. So I'm proud of myself for, you know, preparing and doing well. And just managing to stay calm during those interviews. So yeah, those are all the things that I achieved slash am proud of this year. Moving on to some 2022 favorites. So for this, I'm going to have to open up my Spotify wrapped and my Goodreads. So I guess I'll go with the favorite books. Um, so Six Crimson Cranes. Um, it's the first book that I read in 2022 and is probably my favorite. Um, I have quite a few favorite books. Just give me one second as I open up my Goodreads. So yeah, Six Crimson Cranes is probably my favorite book that I read this year. Um, I think a good second place might be A Magic Stepped, Steeped in Poison, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, The Henna Artist, and probably The Red Palace. Those are probably like my top five from this year. If you want to know more about the books that I read... Um, in 2022, definitely go and listen to the book reviews that I posted, if you haven't already. Going on to favorite movies, I would say Turning Red and Doctor the Doctor Strange into the Multiverse, you know, uh, into the Multiverse movies were my favorite. Um, I also watched, um, what's it called? I watched, um... Batman Begins just like a few weeks ago like leading up to Christmas with my brother and I've never seen any of the Batman movies I used to like read the comics and stuff um and I've seen the Joker movie which I know they're making another one of um but I actually really liked it I wasn't expecting myself to enjoy um DC as much as I like Marvel but I think the Batman movie the Batman Begins the one with Christian Bale in it and I also watched The Dark Knight. Um, we watched The Dark Knight New Year's Eve and it was really good. 
So I think those are my favorite movies from 2022, even though they didn't come out. Well, some of them didn't come out in 2022. I think Turning Red came out in 2022, but The Dark Knight and Batman are all old movies. Um, Another favorite of mine for this year is um, Cream of Broccoli Soup. I used to be a tomato... Um, like tomato soup kind of girl which I still love but I discovered a lot of new soups this year um, so it's definitely one of my favorite things to make especially during the winter months um, some tv shows I don't watch a whole lot of tv shows um, American Horror Story I watched the first season and a bit of the second season but I'm honestly like just not into like the whole plot of it it's okay if you're into like stuff like that then definitely check out American Horror Story but it's not my favorite thing um, I watched a couple of K-dramas in the beginning of the year, but I kind of haven't watched them since, like, the summer, maybe even later than that. Um, but if I had to pick one of the favorite K-dramas from this year, it would be Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bokju, probably my favorite so far, but I definitely have to get back into watching K-dramas. Um, going into, like, just random things... I got new bedroom furniture, which I told you guys about, and I really love it. Um, I know that's super random. Uh, music. Let me open up my Spotify wrap. Just opening up my Spotify wrapped here. Honestly, I feel like Spotify wrapped. There's always like that one song on my Spotify wrapped that I just don't even know what the song is i've never heard of it and it somehow ends up on my spotify wrapped and to be honest i don't even know like how accurate it is i know other people have like talked about it before they don't think that their spotify wrapped is completely accurate but let's take a look my top artist um for 2022 was alicia cara no shocker there because you guys know how much i listen to her and love her music um then we have ruth b and celine dion bunch of three really great canadian singers there and then we have bts and 17 so those are my top five artists for this year um my top song was false god by taylor swift um i haven't really been listening to taylor swift a whole lot i definitely like went through a period of like not really listening to her a few years ago but i think i started listening to her more this year um I mentioned that I really liked her new album, Midnights. Um, so False God was my top song. And then the next one was Somebody Else, Alessia Cara, Easier Said, Alessia Cara, Sweet Camomile by Ruth B. And then Yet to Come by BTS. Those are my top five songs of 2022. So that's all that I have for like a 2022 review. Um, like I said... If 2022 didn't go as planned for you, that's totally fine. Um, If it did, I hope that you had a great year. I hope that I treated you well. If not, you always have this year. Uh, So I guess now I'll talk to you guys about some of my goals for 2023. I think my first goal is to be more present. I kind of talked about this during the review section of of this episode. Um, I tend to worry a lot about the future. Sometimes I worry about the past too. And I want to be more present. I want to enjoy things. I want to enjoy every moment. Something that my dad was like talking to me about when he was dropping me off 
to go catch the train to Toronto to go see Seventeen. Um, he was telling me like just like forget about everything while you're at this concert. Like don't think about school. Don't think about like applications. Don't think about work. Just think about the music and just enjoy it because this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity to like go and see these people who have come all the way from Seoul to Toronto to perform for you. Like just don't worry about anything. The concert happened in September, so it was like just before my vet school applications were due and like I was definitely pretty stressed and stuff and like I had started my graduate certificate program already because the US schools start a bit earlier than the Canadian schools do. So he was like on the drive there, he was like just just focus on the music while you're there. Like just be present and enjoy the music. I'm really sorry if you can hear my dog barking by the way. Um so yeah, I'm trying to focus on being more present. I have no idea really how to do it. People have said like meditation and stuff helps, but I don't know. It's something that I need to like actually work on. I don't know how. My next goal is to read more diverse range of books. Um, I kind of already talked about this and I definitely did read a diverse range of books this year. Probably the most diverse range that I've read um, ever. I used to only really read like fantasy, fairy tale stuff type books. Like ones with like magic and stuff like that. I've been reading a lot of historical fiction books lately and much of 2022 um, the books that I read were historical fiction, um, so I want to continue reading books of different genres, um, I want to start reading mangas, um, a lot of my friends are big manga fans, and I don't really know, like, what's good, um, so if you have any, like, manga recommendations, let me know, I do have one that I have on hold, um, at the library, and it's called Spy Family, um, I got the recommendation from a YouTuber that I follow, um, but if you guys are into manga, or if you watch animes too, like, let me know what mangas to read and what animes to watch, because I want to start watching anime as well. Um, another goal, obviously, is to start vet school this year. I won't talk much about that, because I've already talked about so much vet school stuff. Um, but yeah, I've got accepted to vet school, so hopefully if all goes well, I'll be starting in September of this year. Um... The next goal is for me to like start some type of side hustle. Um, this is especially important because I don't know if I'll be working when vet school starts and I need to be making some type of income, some stream of income for me, especially because I am going to be studying abroad and everything is obviously more expensive. Um, so I don't really know what that might be. It might even just be if this podcast grows even more than it already has this year um this podcast could become a side hustle i don't know yet i don't really know how to like get monetized for my podcast or like what the requirements and stuff are but i don't know we'll see i i really want to um have some type of side hustle for a source of income um so i don't know yet that's something that i need to think about more um so yeah that kind of leads me into the next goal is to learn more about like investing and like the stock market and stuff like that. Um, I really don't know anything, like honestly. I don't know anything about the stock market. I don't know anything about investing. So if you guys have any like resources for idiots like me that know nothing about um, the stock market and investments and stuff, please send them my way. If it's like a book or a website or like a YouTube video or a podcast podcast. 
that talks about investing, send it my way because I know nothing about it. Um, other goals just include, like, um, I set my goal, my reading goal for this year to be 30 books. I did 22 books in 2022. Or was it 23? It's probably 22. Um, so I'm going to try and push for 30 this year. I don't know if it'll be able to happen or not, but hopefully um, 30 books this year. Like I said, I'm already reading two books right now, and I'm done. I'm almost done one of them, so we'll see how that goes. And then other goals that I have is to start listening to French music again. I haven't really been listening to a lot of French music despite I think my third top my one of my top genres was like Quebecois hip hop. But like honestly I I feel like I don't listen to as much French music as I did in like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. And that might just be because I've been listening to a lot of English music. I feel like everyone released an album this year. Like every like English artist that I know, like every Western artist I know, released a full length album this year. Like Taylor Swift released an album, uh, Five Seconds of Summer had an album, um, so, like, some of my favorite people released English albums this year, and it was a lot, so it was hard to, like, keep track of everybody else. A lot of K-pop artists also released, um, albums this year. BTS released their anthology album, and then, like, we had two full albums from the individual members. RM released an album, J-Hope released an album, and there was, like, a bunch of other there is so much music just from BTS, um, and then all the other artists, like, Seventeen, and then, like, there are just so many, like, most of my music from this past year are either English songs or K-pop songs, but for some reason, one of my top genres is still Quebec, Quebec hip-hop, so, yeah, that's my goal for uh, this year is to start listening to French music again because I really do like French music um, and there's so many like unique genres in French music alone I would say um, there's some really good like Quebecois artists so I want to discover more of them um, and then my last goal for this year would be to just start watching like more movies more tv shows um, I need to still watch um the second Avatar movie. I was gonna go a few weeks ago with my friends, but they were all really sick. So maybe we'll go sometime next weekend or something. If they're feeling better. Um maybe I'll start getting into K dramas again. I never know like what K drama to watch. There's so many good K dramas, it's just I never know which one to start with. Um I don't know if any of you watch K dramas, but if you do have some suggestions please let me know um with that i think that's all i have to say for you guys today um i really hope that 2022 treated you well i hope that you had a happy new year had a good christmas good holiday season i hope that 2023 is gonna be good for you guys i know that we're already like two weeks into it so that i hope that so far it's been good um, I hope that 2023 treats you well. I hope that you are able to achieve all of your goals this year. And if you don't, that's fine. I hope that you're able to treat yourself with kindness this year. I hope that you are all healthy this year. That you have 
lots of good vibes coming your way this year. And I wanted to say lastly, thank you so much for your support in 2022. Um, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but the audience really is starting to grow for this podcast. I I check on Anchor like every couple of weeks and I see that I have new listeners from different countries. Like I have listeners from Indonesia and Poland now, which is like super wild to think that my podcast is reaching people there. Um, so thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Thank you so much for your support in 2022. I hope that I can continue getting out good quality episodes for you guys. If you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like to hear from me, of what you'd like me to talk about on here, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. I'm always open to hearing what you guys have to say. And with that, I hope you guys have a great week ahead. I hope that you guys have a great 2023. And thank you so much for listening, my friends. I will catch you guys in a few weeks. Bye!